You're listening to The Local Maximum, episode 61. Time to expand your perspective. Welcome to The Local Maximum. Now, here's your host, Max Sklar. Wow. Thank you for all those people who listened last week uh, to last week's episode with Hillary Mason of Cloudera Labs on the art and science of machine learning and data. I got a lot of new people listening to the show uh, last week, and now I'm really going to throw you all for a loop because you're going to get something very different today. Uh, But I kind of want all of you to stay so that you can get out of your previous local maximum. So last week, I ventured out from this here, the local maximum home base here in Brooklyn, and I went out to Long Island, New York, still in New York, and I spoke to Michael Bronspiegel. Now, Michael Bronx, Michael is the editor of the Facebook group Capitalism. You might guess from that name that it's a political group, and sometimes uh, it's a controversial group. And he says that Facebook has been shadow banning his group and destroyed the business that he had around it. Now, you're not going to get a sob story here today. Michael is, and he points this out, he's doing quite well for himself. But it kind of makes me wonder, you know, And it should make you wonder, what is going on here? These platforms have so much influence over what we see every day and how we form our view of the world. And even if Michael's page uh, isn't your cup of tea, you kind of have to ask yourself, do I really want to outsource my filtering and information to either the algorithms or specific decisions made by folks at Facebook HQ or any other tech company for that matter? Now, if you want to know where you should go for lunch, I would say, yes, yes, outsource your opinion to Foursquare, and I'll have another recommender system related to podcasts to show you soon enough. But at least these recommender systems are transparent, and most importantly, they're non-monopolistic. So in the case of Facebook, I think that we really have to be careful. This here is a really great example of a story that is kind of being discussed nationally, but within the internet companies, within the tech world, within the software and social networking uh, companies, employees, nobody cares about Michael's story, but he cares a lot and he's greatly affected by what we do. So isn't that interesting? And and this is right down to him mentioning Bitly's tools. Like I thought there was going to be no overlap between last week's episode and this week's episode. Last week when I spoke to Hillary Mason, I remember when she used to work at Bitly and give talks about their tools. Michael was uh, one of those people who were using those tools. Again, it seems like we don't care about him. He cares about us. Very interesting. So I urge you to listen to his full story. Yes, it was on Fox News, as we say, but Fox News gave him all of five seconds of screen time to tell his story. So this is in-depth. This is the full, this is the whole shebang. Michael Brownspiegel, again, is the owner of the Capitalism Facebook page, and you can find his stuff on capitalismisfreedom.org. Michael Brownspiegel, welcome to the show. Welcome to The Local Maximum. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me in. I'm, I always like to do the hustle to get the guest in person and live so I could be able to hear your story. That's terrific. All right, so... You ran the Facebook capitalism page for how long did you run it for? I still run it, even though right. it doesn't feel that well, way when anymore. When did you start it? It'll be 10 years this July. Wow. So you started that. Facebook was not even really a mobile thing. It was really, it really pre-smartphone. Wasn't. Okay. So how did you come up with the idea for the capitalism Facebook page? 
Well, uh, it all started with um, reading this book called Atlas Shrugged. It was around 2009 and... Ayn Rand, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that book uh, was was on the lips of many people that I knew, that I listened to, that I respected. And a lot of people were like, hey, you know, why aren't you reading this? You know, you really should give it a shot. And I'll be honest with you, I am not a good reader. <laughs> yeah, those are long. Those are long ass books. I'll tell you that. 1200 pages if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and it's small type. They don't tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I was I had to read The Fountainhead for high huh. school. I remember that. It's a very enlightened summer. teacher you had. Maybe. I don't uh, yeah. I, so, so The Fountainhead for for those who don't know was also written by Ayn Rand. Sure, yeah. You know the same author about Atlas Shrugged and it's uh which I which I hate to say, I think I enjoyed more. I, I I did enjoy that more, but but reading Atlas Shrugged, or or better, or dare I say, uh, listening to Atlas Shrugged was transformative for me. It was something I'd never thought about capitalism that way. I never thought about money that way before. I never thought about voluntary human interactions at all before. And you know, while all this is going on. Facebook introduces this concept called a fan page, and now it's called right. a like page. So they used to have groups way back in the day, um, and they were upgrading at that time. That was around the time when they were kind of expanding to the entire world, essentially, from colleges. Um, so, okay, so you decided to start this group. Um, and what sort of things do you typically put up there to begin with? Well, you know, for starters, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know what to expect, you know, because again, I, I was actually going from having groups on MySpace to actually having like a page, which is which is actually different from a group. A group is is where the members have more say. A page is where you're really like delivering content, like you're a channel. Yeah. And you know, the first thing I saw, believe it or not, was a um, there was a, a a page devoted to smoked salmon. And I have a weakness for that. And so I'm like, oh, well, let me go like this page. And, you know, next right. thing I see in my feed, it says, try it on a bagel. Salmon everywhere. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, we know about the bagel. Um, I am from New York. But I thought to myself, well, if there's a page for that, is there a page for capitalism? I'd never really thought about capitalism like this before. And I did a little quick search and didn't see anything at the time. And I'm like, well, let me put up a page. And, I, and I'm like, well, what kind of content should I put on there? And the only thing I could naturally think was to put on some quotes from Ayn Rand and maybe some articles that I thought might be relevant at the time. And I just kind of went from there. And we grew pretty fast. We grabbed 2,500 people in our first week, which was pretty interesting. That would, that's a, that you got a good, uh, you got an early with a good key term is maybe a good way to put it. A lot of people <laughs> tell me that. Yeah, I, good real estate. You talk about real estate, I know you're no real estate. That's a, if you talk, think of key ter- uh, keywords in terms of real estates, you got a, you got a really great one. Yeah, no, I, I certainly do. I, I locked in, for those who are wondering, I locked in this, the, this site, uh, fb.com or facebook.com slash Capitalist, C-A-P-I-T-A-L-I-S-T-S. All this will be linked on the show notes page. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know, so, so that 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 is absolutely real estate. But just so you know, um, while we were doing pretty well, I very shortly found out that there was a capitalism page ahead of us. Ah. And, and I was, I much to my chagrin, I, 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 you know, he was, he had maybe like a thousand or more people than us, but they only had one post. All it said was "better dead than red." But here That's was kind of 
right? That's kind of lame. Kind of lame, yeah. kind of lame. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wh- I'm like, I got to get past this person, but here's the problem. The, the more that I would do, the better I would do, the more that this page would do. And, and they were keeping pace with me. Oh, so they, there was like a real competition going on there. So they would start posting. They wouldn't post anything. They didn't oh, no. post anything. Here's a so concept. How do, they, how do they, if you were the one posting, why would anyone like their page? Because in psychology and advertising, there's a concept called bandwagon. Okay. So a thing is not a thing until a lot of people are doing it. Gotcha. And that's how it works in, in advertising. Until everyone's on the bandwagon, no one's on it. So my page creates excitement. It gets a lot of clicks. People click on the capitalism, and then they tell their friends. And then when they type in capitalism, Facebook is going to list both pages. One has more fans than the other. So as Uh, as excited as they are to be fan of my page, they'll like the other one just in case because it's got more fans and there's got to be a reason. That's a really interesting phenomenon from the from the prospect from from the perspective of me someone who builds you know recommender systems and builds these search results for a living Mm -hmm. that's like a pretty interesting case study uh because it's like okay the rich are always getting richer even if they're not doing any work rich in terms Mm -hmm. of rich in likes you know and so that's uh that is a that is an interesting problem did you eventually get past this guy Yep, and here, or here, gal, I don't know who it is. Here, here, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fair point. We, we fair don't know point. who it is. Yeah, we we All really right. don't. We don't. But 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 what 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 did happen about a year later? And this is where the heat really starts to happen with Facebook. A little less than a year later, um, like so, I started in July. By that March, um, there was something going on. There was um, there was a bill going on. It was the the original healthcare bill was being proposed, and they were trying to prevent the bill from being proposed in Congress. So They're trying to kill it in Congress. Obamacare back in 2010? Exactly, okay. exactly. And, and they, there was a chant where people were screaming, kill the bill, kill the bill. And I was just like, well, is there a page for this on Facebook yet? And lo and behold, there wasn't. And um, But it just so happens that one of the fans of, our, of my own page had reached out to me this fellow named Caleb Scanson, and he was just like, he said, oh, you know, I created a page. He says, he, like literally a few days before, he was telling me how, how much he liked my own page. Right. And when I went to go search for Kill the Bill, like, I, like I, when, when I said I didn't find any, I did find one. So I found one page for Kill the Bill, and I click on it. And it had like five people on it, but this guy Caleb was all over it. So I messaged him. I said, is that your page? And he said, yeah. He said, he said you want to be an admin on there. And, I, and I, all I wrote back to him was, that was a good move on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? nice. He makes me an so admin. To, and, yeah. Right? And, join and, forces. You probably should have, the other capitalism guy probably should have joined forces with you. You know, you would have think, a singular. You would think. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But, but at the end of the day. A united what, front. If only, right? <laughs> if only. But I'll tell you this much, though. The yeah. moment that he gave me permission. There's never a united front in politics. Is, oh, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. Okay, knows. great. <laughs> but, um, but the bottom line is, is that. As soon as he gave me that page, I would start dropping it and like ads onto the capitalism page. And then I shot, you know, in those We're dropping days, what kind of ads? Like ads for the ads for the other page? Ads for the Kill the Bill page? Yeah. Or, I, oh, I, I see. I, so you would promote it. I would use my capitalism page to share it. And then I, then I the, and, and there was one other advantage that, that, that people didn't have and they'll never have again was at that time they had a thing where you could invite your friends to your page. Which they still kind of do, but you could do what, like yeah. five people at a time? Um, 
I think I've invited a lot of my friends to the local maximum page. It hasn't been, I haven't really been <laughs> as up to my uh, Facebook page. Um, my Facebook page work has not been as extensive as it should be for the local ah, maximum, but uh, I should, or maybe it's just tougher now on Facebook. But that, That's uh, really, that's the bottom line. Yeah. It's, it's a lot tougher. But I found better ways to promote the podcast. I still promote it that way, but it, yeah, I, I, I should do more than just posting, I have a new episode. You know, no, there seems no. to be more like discussion needs to happen. And, and listen, and, and again, that they want their cut now. And, yeah. and, and, and this was the wild west when, when, you know, I, I like in Facebook, like you said before, to real estate. And again, I come from commercial real estate, so I understand the process of of taking a neighborhood that nobody wants and nobody cares about. And the first thing that, that that people will, the only people that you can hope to come to this neighborhood are homeless people and artists. Okay. The artists, so, yeah, are the people that see things in a new way. And what happens is the artists get noticed. Maybe the, the gallery owners come and they want to see where the artist is working. And they look around and they say, you know what? This place isn't as bad as I thought before. Hmm. And before you know it, the, you know, other people are note- taking notice. And then the last moment is the developers come in, chase all the artists out, put up beautiful buildings. And yeah. that's how the same process with Facebook. You had a I've large social... i heard of this social- before in Brooklyn. might have happened once or twice. There you go. They call it gentrification, right? And, yeah. And you're a part of it. But that being said, the same thing happened. You know, with real estate, you had social media. There was all this real estate, but no one on it. So what do you want to do first? You want to give the creators the ability to publish like they've never published before, to have access to people directly. People would click on capitalism and they would get it right away in their feed. And now I have people clicking and asking me, people sending me messages all the time saying, where's your content? I can't see it. So you're still posting, but now it's not coming up on their feed. And they're like, oh, yeah. You know, if, if, if a page posts and Facebook doesn't let anyone see it, did you ever really post it? No. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have over 900,000 followers and so, nobody can see our posts. Yeah. So I want to see, I, I want to ask, I want to try to take the story from where you were in 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. and have the arc to today because so a lot happened in that time. Oh, yeah. You had the you know the rise of mobile. You had the yes. rise of uh, memes, which I would say uh, maybe 2013 somewhere around there. It wasn't even uh, that. Me, me, yeah. me, 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 memes from day one. From you know? day one. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. Like honestly, I'd say I'd say by 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 2010, right. exclusively memes were the driving force of the page. They it, it really was. A powerful, powerful thing. I mean, so you were saying, like, from the beginning, though, you were able to, like, in those early days, you were able to post something and it would go on everyone's feed and they'd be happy with it. Yeah. Before y- Facebook changed. Yeah, yeah. The algorithm, every time there was an algorithm change, there was just more and more limitation after limitation. But, hmm. but like, like I said, the, the, the way that I made the page work was literally it was powered by memes that that would you know that, that's how the articles would get pushed it was the energy of the memes that would push the articles because facebook started to learn very early on that people were profiting from the articles being posted and that was when i so knew you, w- what sort of articles would you post like you would post a meme along with an article or how would yeah, that work sometimes i would post article articles as you know i would post articles that were that were memes i would literally like, like op-eds or yeah, yeah, it was it was the weirdest thing. Like honestly, there, there was yeah. we there there was um, uh, they, you can't use it anymore. But there was a um, scumbag Stacy meme, 
that would do really, really well. So an sure. article. Well, there was Scumbag Steve with that yes. weird hat. Was there like with... a? Do I remember a checkerboard hat or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And then there was the nice guy with the with the blunt. What was? Yeah, it? good guy, good guy, Greg. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Scumbag Stacy. People is... who are into memes are going to get a lot of nostalgia out of this. Show. Oh, <laughs> and especially this one because they're going to be wondering where did where did Scumbag Stacy? Yeah, where did go? all these people go? Yeah. Well, she in particular, she had a cease and desist order that she put out. You know, because wow. at the end of the day it was her private image. I understand but and, yeah <laughs> no I know I know and again they're putting nasty words in her mouth yeah that's true you know and so on you know we can't all be good guy Gregs yeah but that being said uh, there are a group of people who have become memes who have like embraced their memehood uh, and have I been know. able to profit off of it oh my god know? yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking of well I don't know if they profit off it but like I know was the Star Wars kid and the, the crazy girlfriend, cra- yeah. crazy ex-girlfriend? Oh, is she a, a person who's is she an internet? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen her. But 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 the, <laughs> but the way I profit from the memes, it was, it was a real really interesting thing. Was that the way you post an image onto Facebook? Yeah. You know, when I would post an article, you would only get so much of the image. It would have to be a, a rectangle. They they taught us that every image, in order to post properly on Facebook, should be three hundred by. N- by 600. Okay, there's a specific specification. Yeah, and, and if you put the image like that, I would have it so you could see the top of the meme, but you couldn't see the bottom, and I'd make you click on that. I see, I see. Yeah, which, again, is clickbait. Yes, I yeah. know. That is very true. But at the end of the day, a, an artist needs to get paid. And a lot of people really didn't mind because they wanted to support what we were doing. And I would use that money like a greedy capitalist to actually employ people. Well, you are on the capitalist page. I'm, I'm sure the guy running the socialist page is doing the same thing. Ah. It's uh, still, at least for you, it seems a little bit more, um, you know, expected. It's a profit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So at, at what point did you realize you, you could turn it into a business? I'm sure you wanted to turn it. I'm sure Very some, early yeah. on. Very early on. Because like I said, you know, like, you know, it, it started with putting up quotes from Ayn Rand and then eventually to memes. And then we were adding articles. Like I would go on to... Uh, I would I would find relevant articles that were happening, and in those days I could I could Bitly them. There was this, this site called Bit.ly where you could shorten sure. links. Yeah, I just spoke to their lead data scientist uh, this week. Is the the show coming out? Hillary huh. Mason, episode sixty. Oh, I'm going to be staying tuned for that. Yeah. Wow, that's because you know, like, is it, I, I I would really want to ask him, you know, where they yeah. went wrong because it was well, a very it was, it was reliable her. site. Uh, she, uh, well, she doesn't work there anymore. She uh-huh. started her own business, did very well, but uh, could have. If I have her on the show again, I could definitely talk about that. Oh, totally. System, but it's very, uh, yeah, it was a very yeah. long time ago. It was something I really, really relied upon because I could see, I could see people clicking on the article. I would literally, I would shorten the link just so I could track how far it was going. And it was then that I noticed all I had to do was create my own content. Because again, Facebook makes it impossible for you to profit. But if you make your own website and you control the ads that are going on there, then you can get the profit directly. So you wait, you were allowed to post ads and profit from it directly? Not onto Facebook itself, but onto clickable content. Oh, wow. Yeah, my first goal was to find someone that could build me a website, which was not easy. But once I was able to do that, I could go on to Google Ads and Google AdSense and get an account and put the ads on there and find some other companies and put those ads on there and then publish content that my fans will click on. And the best part of all is that I would use analytics, Google Analytics, to literally see what the folks are clicking on. No publisher in human history has ever had the ability to see in real time 
how their articles are affecting people and how successful each topic is. Yeah, and this worked as a business model for a while, didn't it? It worked quite gloriously, and <laughs> and it was well, good to know, right? And I was able to yeah. employ people, and we were we were able to expand, but not in you know as fast as I really would have wanted to, because very not long after just we were, being able to employ people on this is like you you know, you got to see how many dream. people dream about that. Yeah, it's living the dream. Yeah. I mean. You know, where I would roll on the floor laughing because I I, I, I I called it my creative ATM. Well, first of all, a lot of people said you'll never make money from this, and that always makes sure. me laugh the hardest. And, and and to all our budding entrepreneurs out there, everyone will tell you no, even your loved ones. If you feel it, you have to keep going because there is no high on earth that could possibly compare to being monetarily successful over something that everyone told you not to do. And it's a beautiful, glorious thing. And to be able to employ people is even more glorious. But at the same time, it's not easy. Your fight is never over. And I was up against a very greedy Facebook and Google. And, you know, I I, I had to be ready for the changes that you're about to hear. (laughs) Well, actually, um, before we get into that, because you mentioned Bitly, I was under the impression that Bitly works largely the same way now as it did several years ago. You said you mentioned that something changed with that. Yeah, my qualm. I I I can't even remember what the exact change was, but they made it harder to do what I really wanted to do, to do which is really just analyze what you're clicking on. Data I, analysis. Yeah, maybe I it was want, when Hillary left. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, it know, could like, be. Because, uh, but I, all I know is dropping it, like, 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 and, and and being ready to drop it because I needed to do one thing and one thing only. I didn't need to shorten my own links. I had Google Analytics to tell me how I was doing. Yeah. You know what I really needed was to have my own website and and do that and and get the money directly. Yeah. Okay. So this went on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start to notice that um, something was changing with the way Facebook was operating? Really from day one. I mean, even, even before I was able to profit from it, just being years into it, we were always losing our reach constantly. I mean, I made the most money off of the page when we when we had less than two hundred thousand followers. The more we grew, well, it seems the less of reach we would had. Would you max out at? I as, as as far as like uh, oh oh how well, you said two hundred thousand. I'm trying to get a sense of scale here. So two hundred thousand followers yeah, at the time. And when did you? And but you said. You you made your most at two hundred thousand, but that yeah. implies that it was much higher later. You were making less. Yeah, yeah. The, the, so 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 the more the page grew, the the, the more algorithm changes we would suffer from. And before okay. you know it, the, like I said, you know, he, getting to that point nine hundred thousand, we've never had less reach than than now. So you have a whole lot of followers, but they're not really worth very much. Um, no, no, and 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 really, it's it's not even about me going through what I'm going through. They're the ones who are suffering. They're the ones who are telling me where is your content. I, I right. came it's not on like here for it's this. It's not like you're spamming these people out no. of the blue. Like they asked for this. Stuff. They asked for this, and they can't even get what they want. And 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 I don't know what it is that Facebook's providing at this yeah. point. But and and I'm sure you've had people who said, "Well, I don't like this. I'm unfollowing." 
fine. But those aren't the people that you're talking about. They probably weren't. No, no. And I I have to factor those in, you know, all the time, you know. Yeah. People are like, unsubscribe me. I'm like, I didn't subscribe you to this. Just just click on like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what do you think was going on at that time? Why was the, you know, why was your stuff being demoted? I'm 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 going to I'm going to tell you right now and you know you could take it for what it's worth but okay. I really think it it really came down to political beliefs. I'm very uh libertarian, you know, when and, and when I say like Really? I, I, I thought you were a communist this uh, time. What happened? <laughs> well, you know, and 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 again, you know, I and I'll even say, you know, dare I say, you know, like right wing because a lot of people don't realize what the left and right actually is, you know, people People get confused. And that's a that's a big topic. Probably it, do mu- multiple shows on that. Right, exactly. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be writing to you angry about this, what I'm yeah. about to say. But in order to have a spectrum, you really have to have opposing factors. You know, you have to have opposites on either side. So when someone talks about the political perspective, they'll always say, oh, well, you know, you have Hitler on the right and you have Stalin on the left. And, and we all aspire to be the centrist in between. And I... I had to learn. That's like the common view in academia, you know, history and mainstream historians, that sort of thing. It's been mainstreamed, let's just say. Um, But I had to, you know, when I went down this rabbit hole, uh, especially after starting the capitalism page and being discovered by libertarians, I learned about something very different. I learned about anarchy. And anarchy is not like the Antifa that you see kicking over garbage cans and screaming in the streets and, you know, and talking on their iPhones. You know, anarchy means no government, you know, just no, 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 no opposing powers over you. And, and, and I'm not saying it's not without its pratfalls, but it's an opposite to Hitler and Stalin who represent totalitarianism, which is the antithesis of anarchy and what we want to do is kind of find a place in between those things so tell me like why do you was there anything that happened specifically that gave you an indication that facebook had like a a political problem with what you were posting yeah for starters it really came down to the types of memes that i've been you know sharing and everything like that more more so in all honesty like i said I, I've always said it's been a political bend, uh, but it really became a lot more after Trump got in. Hmm. Like, it, it became clearly obvious. I mean, it was so obvious to the point where we literally, for the first time in the history of the page, we did not grow. And again, they, they've frozen us. They'll do different things. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of a shadow ban. Sure. We've talked about it on this program. Oh, wonderful. So to repeat, I'll, I'll let you explain it again. Well, why don't, why don't you explain? I mean, the way yeah. I explain it is being banned without knowing that you're banned. In other words, you still post, but it gets essentially thrown in the garbage. Exactly. I, I knew, as, as your audience can already tell, I'm analyzing everything. Yeah. I'm seeing who's looking at it. I'm seeing the numbers. I'm tracking the numbers. So I was being shadow bound, but I knew about it. <laughs> yeah. but, but did you notice like it was specific memes 
that were being banned? Yes, yeah, specific yeah. memes, specific language. You know, I, I would go to jail constantly over yeah. over things Facebook that I was jail. posting. Facebook jail, <laughs> and not real jail, right? Yeah, and a lot of times it was over unless things that didn't... unless there's another story we need. Yeah, to talk. yeah, and and I would always go to jail more during election seasons, and hmm. and then and then and then more. That's an interesting coincidence. Oh, of course, and yeah. we would always grow the most. The last, you know, during the yeah. during during when during Trump's election, we grew by two hundred thousand people in three months and and then compare that to the 2018 election where where they had us frozen at 911,000 followers for three and a half months so essentially the follower numbers didn't move and there's something very fishy about that it, it actually ticked down it hmm. ticked down and, I, and it was it was so demoralizing and yeah. if their goal was to get me to post a lot less they got it and mm-hmm. I and and I did it, and then and then and then the most insulting thing of all was that there was no socialism page that could ever touch us. Like we would always have way more fans, like way 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 more fans. But then yeah. Bernie Sanders came on board, sure, and U.S. Democratic Socialists became a page. Yeah, and suddenly they were nipping at my heels, and suddenly when they were very very close, they were at say eight hundred. No, they were at say nine hundred. Three thousand. Okay. They then froze my page at nine hundred eleven thousand and let that other page get right past me. So you think? Um, well, it, I it could be an interesting follow up to talk to the owners of that page if I knew who yeah. they were. But like, do you think that they uh, essentially never experienced this? Um, do you have any? Have you had any insight into what their experience was? I do check what? their page, and I haven't yeah. seen them. I haven't seen them go through frozen moments. Okay. So like while while I was going through a time where I could not gain a gain a follower to save my soul, we were actually losing people somehow. So it sounds like it sounds like you have a lot of anecdotal evidence, but it's pretty convincing anecdotal evidence. Um, is there anything else that? Um, yeah, we have we have video of me like every like you know going to Facebook jail and then trying to click on the link saying you know there's a link where you can argue you know like do you believe that this is a mistake and click yeah. on this. It, the blink stays blue and it won't turn into a... Oh, it won't. God. Facebook is so annoying with that stuff. Yeah. Did you hear... I, I don't know. I've said this on the program how any... Uh, they won't let me advertise my stuff because I mentioned Bitcoin and that's illegal. Boom. I'm not trying to sell it. I'm just trying to inform the public. doesn't Isn't matter. That amazing? Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yes, but I don't think... I don't... Well... It could be deep down. Like, I don't think it's political. I think they're just like, oh, there are too many scams. Let's just ban the whole word. But but it goes to show you what they're capable of. Right, right. And and how they can, in fact, not just police language, but prevent language. Yeah. Um, it's a language prevention system. Okay, cool. And this started to happen when, uh, 2016, 20... Yeah, I mean, as soon as he got in, I mean, yeah. they clobbered. They, again, that, that was when they first... Re- that, that, was, that was the second time they really froze the page. Like, it was yeah. just, like, absolutely shut down. And again... But, but you also have to see, like, you know, socialism it became popular for whatever reason. Don't, don't yeah. ask me. At that time as well. So that also contributed. It's not just like their fa- their page was like artificially boosted by Facebook. I'm sure there are a lot of real no, people. No, no. What, what, what they want is what is what my page already has and something okay. they could never stop from, from, from happening. My page, because it's a concept, yeah. it has a value that's different from other pages in that, in that people go to it whether I post or not, they want to. They want to be, you know, one a person, a prominent person, brings up capitalism on on TV, and they go, "Hey, I like capitalism too," and they type it in the browser, yeah. and they click right to my page. I'm not again good keyword real estate. Exactly, they, they're coming to me because I'm the main guy. As soon as I knock that other one out, 
you know, I use Kill the Bill to get to drive my advertising, you know, as an advertising vehicle to get past that page. The moment I passed that other page, I wrote Better Dead Than Red, and they never (laughs) grew again, and they even disappeared. Yeah, it was probably someone forgot about it. Yeah, we had to get to 18,000 for me to pass that page. But it's amazing how, how much work you had to do to essentially get past an abandoned property. Yeah, exactly. Because again, bandwagon, people want to be where the biggest page is. And again, we're that main page and we're we're still that page and we're still that source. And we have such an organic reach that this other page, you know, if Facebook wanted to, they could fudge the numbers and make that page much larger. But what they're really doing is banking on the fact that really socialism really isn't that popular no matter how much they try to sell it. And they're letting that page grow organically, but they can't let us look large. I see. So they literally put a cap on our growth. And you, you know, yeah, I, I mean, the way I always described Facebook is it's it's similar. It's very similar to Reddit in that they both have a wall between the user and the owner or the people running it. So right, Reddit, um, as I understand, there are different subreddits, and they're all moderated by individuals who run those subreddits so in that case it's a little different although you can make an analogy between the different yeah but, but, but again it's, it's yeah. no you know but think of my capitalism page as a subreddit of of, of facebook you know? okay yeah so it's the capitalism page for facebook but that being said just like reddit and just like facebook you got to think about it like as um as like the wizard of oz you know, oh, the uh, Wizard of Oz, he's so scary, he's so scary. But really what he is is just a man behind a curtain. There's all this flash and pizzazz, but it's just a man behind a curtain. Now, the curtain is very different. On Reddit, because Reddit doesn't have the money that Facebook has, Reddit has a curtain that you could actually see. When, when Reddit um, censors you, you could actually see the stricken stuff. You could see what's removed. Yeah, you could see. So, and in some cases... I don't know if in some cases or all cases you could actually say view it. Yeah, is that, you can okay. still even view it. When Facebook removes something, their wall between the user and the and they, the they pretend it never happened. They, it's just gone. It's gone. Yeah. And you know, think so. So so if, if if Reddit has a thin, flimsy, gauzy curtain between the user and and, and the back end, Facebook has a wall that's never going to stop growing in thickness and density. <laughs> did, did you ever have any situation where you posted something really controversial and they banned it or they told you about it or all the they didn't time tell you about it i mean yeah yeah i mean i mean I, I, you know it depends on how much traffic the page is getting if the page is getting a lot of traffic we we, we go to jail all the time you know okay you know uh if we if it's not getting any traffic then you know maybe most of the time nothing really will squeak by you know uh we had a lot of traffic we had a little spike up very brief, but between uh, January, the middle of January, till just about two weeks ago, Facebook gave us a little taste of our old numbers, a very small, small taste. And that was when my own mother, whose posts on the page, she ended up going to jail twice. Hmm. I mean, this is really, you know, it, it's almost as if someone's sitting on the page and they wait for a certain moment. So like I said, they, they waited for the socialism page to blow past us. Yeah. And and they still and they still haven't gone that far past, but they froze our page again. My page right now, as we speak, is stuck at nine hundred thirty thousand. No explanation. Doesn't yeah. go up. Doesn't and you go still down. post content, fresh content. Yeah, I I yeah. still have people like Independent Sentinel and um, other folks working on my page. We have a lot of people that give their free time 
people are really devoted so you have, to... You have a team of posters, essentially. I really do, you know, and I still make a profit from the page, but very, very minimal and so small that I literally had to do a new career. I had to start all over again and become a fine artist in the Hamptons. So it sounds like you figured things out for yourself, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting to... Uh, right, thank God I had talent to, to yeah. fall back on, yeah. and, and, and thank God I have savings and and, and a... And a very, very devoted family to, you know, to help me through the tough times because, you know, it's not easy. I never thought that I would be uh, like a social media activist and now artist. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. But, you know, and again, yes, I am complaining about something that is private property. I know I am. I run the capitalism page. But let it be known to everyone that, that freedom of speech is not welcome here. Yeah, yeah. So, in other words, you don't want them to pretend that they are... Yeah. And you feel like they, they pretend to be an open platform, but yep. they, in, in your case, they weren't. And I want to say buyer beware, and, and, and I know that some listeners will be like, well, I'm not buying anything. This is free. But it's not really free. You are the commodity. Yeah. And, and you are being taken advantage of. And you are not... You know, are, and you are prevented from seeing the content that you want to see, that you log in to see, that you subscribe to. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about – so I think everyone in the – like it feels like 90% of the country right now is united in hating Facebook. Uh. But they hate Facebook in different reasons, which means Facebook going to sail right through, I think. But um, there's uh, – I wish you were wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a book now out uh, by Mark Zuckerberg's former advisor, Roger McNamee, and it's called Zucked. You could probably see it in a lot of um, like Barnes & Noble and stuff. It's got that thumbs down thing, that Facebook thumbs down. Now, I didn't read it, but I did listen to his interview on the James Altucher show recently, and he gives a very different narrative, and I think that's the narrative that most – People in tech, most of the CEOs, most of the uh, executives, most of the engineers and product developers have embraced because a lot of them think the same way. That's that's an issue. So this is the idea that Facebook is actually responsible for things like Brexit and the election of Donald Trump, which, of course, they view as a very bad thing. And they'll point to Cambridge Analytica. They'll point to targeted advertising and somehow a bunch of Russians. And what's interesting to me here, like I said, everyone seems to agree there's a problem with Facebook, but their reasons are completely different. And you almost think, well, maybe there could be some common ground, but I'm worried maybe there is no common ground because the conventional wisdom in tech seems to be that they haven't done enough to stop groups like yours. Huh. They need to do more to get rid of those links. Oof. They need to do more to make sure that, you know, Trump isn't elected and all that stuff. So how do you square – they don't go there directly, but, like, mm. how do you square this narrative with your experience? Uh, I, I guess is there any – I don't know. Is there any common ground or is this just going to be – or are these going to be the people who take over Facebook and it gets worse? I don't know. Yeah, listen, it's 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 only going to get worse. I'm not going to – Put a rosy color, you know. You know, I'm not going to give you a. You but, know, like, so, have you heard this narrative from other people? First of all, have you heard? Yeah, I, I listen. I hear it all the time, okay, yeah. and you know, in, in, in between being called you know a racist and a Nazi for yeah. for being a libertarian, but I um it's a good Jewish Nazi. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ironic. And, and and again, the you know the other the other point I do have to make is like I don't just have this page because 
you know, devoted to capitalism. I, I, yes, I am, but I used to always ask myself, you know, as a person who is a grandchild of Holocaust survivors, you know, what would you have done if it was the 1930s and you were this nervous about the future? Well, what I, what I saw in this page was that I had a bully pulpit. I had a way of saying, you know what? I'm Jewish and please don't round me up. <laughs> I'm a nice guy and, 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 and there's more to me than meets the eye. And, 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 and that's really why I maintain this page. And so it's, it's a lot more important. We're so lucky that we have only Facebook jail for uh, Yeah, for yeah. But, but at the same time, you know, when you look at a country like China where they really are monitoring oh, you yeah. know, your, social, your social network can apply to your social points that you get. And you might not go to fly. They might, not, they might ban you from getting uh, high-speed train tickets. They might ban you from buying certain things in stores based on on what you post online in in China and what's to stop our own government yeah. from doing that to us. That's crazy. I we were talking about well, we were talking about how the internet has affected uh, Cuba uh, last week, and it was a very popular episode. Um, I'm still trying to fit. It's like everything's monitored, but they can now do things that they couldn't do before because it's brand new. So, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I don't know if I have a point there, but it's like, yeah, these countries do monitor, and, uh, and yeah, and, I hope I hope we can. I, I think we'll remain relatively free in the U.S. We have a lot of systems to like obfuscate what we're doing, but people tend not to care about it. So I know, I know. Yeah. You know, you know the, the the only thing that, that, that that's keeping all this together is the tradition of freedom that we really do have. Not, yeah. not just the tradition, I mean, it's written into the laws, this free speech. And, and we could always reject Facebook. The, you know, what happened was, is that, you know, you have this whole group think, you know, thing happening. And it's not just that, you know, when I first got into capitalism, you know, I learned very early on about, you know, and I'd always heard the term crony capitalism. Sure. But it wasn't until I started the capitalism page and the Facebook page first got shut down the first time by Facebook. And I had these libertarians that were following the page and they pulled me into their little world and they taught me about corporatism, which was something totally different from capitalism, and that capitalism was something that was a completely voluntary thing. What you and I are doing right now, even though money has not been exchanged, I swear, between the two of us, this is a voluntary human interaction. That's what capitalism True. is. Yeah. No, the moment that violence is brought into the situation, it could even be in the form of collecting taxes. Um, the moment that violence is brought into the situation, that's when it's no longer capitalism. It's no longer freedom. And what you have instead is something called corporatism, where we have large corporations, large multinational corporations writing the laws. They use lobbying to meet the politicians where they drink at the lobby on K Street. Yeah. And they and they talk to them and they guide them and they like i said they write the legislation and the and these politicians they're all a bunch of hayseeds it doesn't matter with your republican or democrat they they come in with their ideals some of them some of them don't have ideals from day one but they all come in and they all have a price tag or they all have skeletons in their in their closet that can be used and the whole system is rife and it's hard to fight against that and what you have today the reason why there's so much groupthink the reason and, why and this almost seems to be mm -hmm kind of an ideology that a lot in tech have embraced yes. because they're not capitalism they're not for socialism they're um and so w when i talk about oh this is like the the general left-wing tech attitude i'm not talking about bernie sanders i'm talking about um 
you know, uh, I, I've been having trouble describing like what, uh, you know, what the sort of, I don't know, the, the, the seemingly unanimity in tech is. I know it's not completely unanimous, but, mm. you know, I, I, it seems like you're getting hitting close to that. Yeah, I, I, that was very winding well, no, discussion. But but, but, but but this is this is a winding situation. It's yeah. hard. It's almost it's 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 purposely impossible to wrap your mind around. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I, mean, it's, I do know Mussolini called his ideology corporatism as yes. well. I would say the difference is in his like nominally the state was in the front seat versus here like you'd say the corporations on the front seat, but could have some of the same effects economically. It has the exact same effects economically, and 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 again, make no mistake. The corporations make it abundantly clear. They they let the politicians think that they are in charge, and that's the best part. And and the politicians believe that they are in charge because of their new gold Rolex, mm. and and that hooker that they that was paid for last night, not by them. What? But but this this is this is what you know what we're up against. You know, I'm, I'll never forget. People are like, oh, you know, Zuckerberg's finally going to Congress, man. They're going to really wave their finger at him. Yeah, we covered that episode ten, localmaxradio.com slash ten. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I don't know if you caught the end of it, but but after he was being grilled, and I say that with quotes, after he was being grilled, they were taking photos with him. Yeah. You know, they were taking hey, selfies. I'm going to take a picture with Mark Zuckerberg. I'm going to send it to my grandchildren. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. You know, it's, to me, when you are a corporatist and you are called before Congress over, over some snafu your company did, that's when you're made. It's like, it's like being a rapper and mm. getting shot or going to jail. Oh, that's that, interesting. That's street cred. So in the yeah. billionaire realm, in the, in the corporatist billionaire realm, you know... Being called before Congress means you finally arrived, and not just that. You will now. You, you the people who will be scrutinizing you. You're going to get to know them on a first name basis. You'll get to know their likes and their dislikes, their weaknesses, yeah. and you can exploit them thusly. And that's yeah. why we can't have nice things. Someone like Google or Facebook can exploit them a lot better than the other way around. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when the caviar and champagne starts to flow, and these people don't know a damn thing about it. Yeah. All right. Michael, I will give you um, the last word to say anything you want to wrap this up and anywhere people can go find you. Everything, all the links that you uh, mention or send me later will go in the show notes page at localmaxradio.com slash 61. Any last thoughts? Yeah. My, well, my last thoughts is, you know, the fight is never gone. You know, I, I was just, you know, I finally got to do a small, you know, I have a brief cliff on Fox News, and a lot of people are starting to take notice again. So, okay, I'll, but I'll it will be out shortly. Yeah. yeah, and we appreciate that. Right. But in the meantime, you know, I've discovered art and I love doing art. So, if you're ever online, bronspiegel.com, B R O N S P I G E L.com. That's, that's where I'm doing fine art. And, um, and I'm I, looking around. Some of your stuff is pretty cool, by the way. I should I should add that. Thank you kindly. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you appreciate it. It's, it's, it's something, you know, as my company was being dismantled by Zuckerberg, I was, you know, living out on the beach in the Hamptons. I have an amazing cousin who, you know, gave me his beach house to stay in. And I was able to get through all the, the heartache and put all my excitement of just being in the sun into my paintings and find a new way of expressing myself that didn't require technology <laughs> or, or, or at least not the kind of technology that could be controlled by thought police 
or well-paid thought police. And, and, and that's really my point. All right. Sounds good. That'll all go on the show notes page. Michael Brown Spiegel, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you kindly. Be well. Also, don't forget, Michael's Capitalism webpage is capitalismisfreedom.org, and the show notes are going to be at uh, localmaxradio.com slash 61. I often get a lot of feedback on these. You know, did I push back too hard enough? Did I not push back enough? Now that you've done the interview, what's your view of X? So happy to accept your feedback, localmaxradio at gmail.com. And um, if you want me to uh, answer a question, you know, and let me know if you do, if you want me to answer your question actually, uh, you know, on a future show, then um, I will consider doing that. Um, So, or you know what? I will do that unless the question is, well, within reason. Okay, that's a, that's a good one to go, in, within reason. So, no, I, I think there's going to be a lot of response, and I look forward to it. Have a great week, everyone. That's the show. Remember to check out the website at localmaxradio.com if you want to contact me, the host, or ask a question that I can answer on the show, send an email to localmaxradio at gmail.com. This show is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. If you want to keep up, remember to subscribe to The Local Maximum on one of these platforms and to follow my Twitter account, at Max Sklar. Have a great week. Feel, feel the power. And she said, I don't care what you say, you're gonna see me shine.